Will They Find a Home? Sponsored by Geico. Steve is intrigued by the paranormal. Otherworldly spirits really make a house a home, you know? Janice has different taste. I'd like my house to not be haunted. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Steve and Janice found a renovated Victorian that's only haunted from 9 to 5. Okay, wife's home. Y'all gotta bounce. Bye, Steve. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Do you enjoy comedy bits from the Bob and Tom Show? Well, this is the podcast for you. It's the Bits and Pieces podcast. Thank you, Charles. I'm Willie Griswold. This is the Bits and Pieces podcast, the podcast where we revisit our famous, I'm sorry, our favorite famous and forgotten Bob and Tom show comedy bits. Today, I'm joined as always by Jason Hofstadt and Jessica Alsman, but we have a special guest, the one and only Jeff Oske, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Jess Hooker cannot be here. We have Jeff sitting in. And Jeff, before we get started, I have one very simple question for you. Uh, What's your least favorite thing about Jess Hooker? What does she not I was just going to say, I, I doubt I can fill her uh, her shoes. She's definitely prettier than I am, mm. like a little bit. I'm pretty, but she's a little bit prettier. You she's are- She's softer. Yeah. She, she's very soft. You guys are both attractive in the most opposite of ways. <laughs> you are a very tough guy. You look like a cowboy, kind of like a scary man, like a snowboarder who retired and joined a gang, you know? Yeah. He says, hey, there's not enough stabbing in snowboarding. What can I get into? Yeah. I'm like rustic. Yes. Uh, oh, like, yeah, that's like, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I'm a farmhouse uh, table. Like, <laughs> Well, I feel like in like what, like 2013, the beard got very popular. I feel like it was more hockey players and football players helping. So I feel like you're kind of going through a renaissance right now of being a guy with a beard. I feel like you must be high in demand. I, uh, I actually, it, it made me mad because when I started stand-up comedy, I was the only guy with the beard. And now I just look like every other, like the only thing I'm missing is a zip-up hoodie, and I am every stand-up comedian you'll ever see. Sure, yeah. Except you have insurance now. Right. Look at that. <laughs> You're good. You're real guy Jeff. And, well, Je- and Jeff has a long history with this show. Of course. Both writing behind the scenes, um, appearing on air and probably in that very same chair yeah uh currently you do what for us oh i run the uh the video i make the little uh videos and for the vips and for the tonight show and uh also still write for the show and all that jazz jeff does my favorite thing that anyone in the building does where he'll text me and say hey you keep touching your face stop touching your damn face (laughs) everyone in the chat is talking about how much you're touching your face yeah so yeah. thank you for for getting me, my fingers off my face. I Jeff. try to uh, I try to do a good job of uh, not having you guys picking your nose, but sometimes I'm a, uh, you know, I also answer our text line and things like that. So I'll look over and you know somebody's digging for gold, and I'm like, oh, I should have changed <laughs> switch camera, switch camera. Hey, One day I know. I had like half of a good line, and I said it, it got a little laugh, and then I I adjusted my belly, like I pulled my shirt up for some reason, and Jeff walked in after the break and he goes, hey man, I am so sorry, you said the joke, and then I was doing something, and so there's just 10 seconds of you like digging in your belly button, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. stretch marks. Your entire stomach out, and you were just like rolling it back and forth. Yeah. Almost like he was proud of the joke. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, oh, I, hey, 
You know what? I like my stomach, man. I play with it a lot. I drum on it. I set things on there. It's uh, very practical for me. It was like you just got done at Thanksgiving, and you <laughs> were like letting out the belt. Letting yeah. out the belt. Well, let's get into this first bit. And let's explain again what we're about to do, because we kind of, it's sort of a unique um, avenue where, or sort of approach we've taken this. And Jeff's kind of the writer of all these pieces, and he's a participant in one or two or three of them. Right. Uh, one especially, which is an on-air moment, which we'll get to. Um, but this sort of a unique way of, um, I mean, we haven't had a, I don't know if we've had a podcast, we haven't had what we've done 14 before and we haven't one, had one where, Hey, this person helped write all these bits. Yeah. So yeah. this is these, whether you love them or hate them or hate them, uh, <laughs> my vote is hate. <laughs> you won't hurt my feelings. <laughs> and if you hate them, don't bug me about it. Just go straight to Jeff in the Bob and Tom live yeah. chat. Yeah, Jeff Aske at uh, Bob and Tom. Uh, send your emails tomorrow. <laughs> well, let's get into our first Jeff Aske bit. This is an international diet plan. Are you one of millions of Americans struggling with your weight? Are you tired of those phony diets and impossible workouts that just leave you feeling tired and frustrated? Well, struggle no more. Bob and Tom Laboratories, in conjunction with the country of Mexico, is thrilled to announce a revolution in weight loss. Introducing Montezuma Springs Diet Water. Montezuma Springs Diet Water is all natural, imported directly from wells in Mexico, and it's chock full of hardworking bacterial enteropathogens that help you lose weight the easy way. Wow. Montezuma Springs Diet Water is 72% E. coli. That's 72% more than any other diet water on the market. Drink one bottle of Montezuma Springs Diet Water, and within hours, you'll be wiping away those extra I've lost 20 pounds and most of my dignity by drinking Montezuma Springs Diet Water. Plus, I get plenty of exercise running back and forth to the john. I'm going to look great for spring break. Cabo, here I come. Oh, oh God, I gotta go. I had my 25th high school reunion coming up, and I wanted to look good. But I didn't have time to get back into shape. That's when I heard about Montezuma Springs Diet Water. In high school, I had been voted most likely to make a big splash. And boy, did I ever, right there on the dance floor at my high school reunion. Thanks, Montezuma Springs. Warning, Montezuma Springs Diet Water may cause bloating, gas, oily discharge, and the frequent need to jettison your trousers. Trot over to your nearest convenience store and ask for the restroom keys. I mean, ask for Montezuma Springs Diet Water, not affiliated with Hershey Syrup or with Squirt, the soft drink. Oh. Ah, that is good stuff. Oh, holy sh**. I gotta go. If you've got some flabby thighs and you hate to exercise, Montezuma, Montezuma. If you want to lose some weight, doesn't matter what you ate, Montezuma, Montezuma. <laughs> Fantastic. I stand by that one. So you penned that? It's only going to get worse from there. That's my pinnacle of it. Hey, we're one for one right now. That I, one's fantastic. I mean, it had a song in it and everything. Uh, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Here's that, my guess. Here's or my guess. jettison my trousers is Damn the top it. line as well. Jeff, I literally wrote jettison. Who wrote? I was going to say the rewriting in that must have just been, we're going to... 
So we're, we're, we're putting the word jettison. People love that. We are going to get singers in there. And then you know how uh, there's going to be a little gap for the singers? We're going to put a de- the descending tone of a tuba to, to imitate a fart noise, Jeffrey. I sent, well, first of all, as we know, I, I, had, I had submitted a few bits uh, to Tom previously uh, and of no interest to him. And I was like, I need something that's going to get Tom's attention. And I was like, if I do it about poop or something related to that, then. And I sent it to him 15 minutes later. He's like, this is great. I already had the idea for the song. Like he, it was like. Is that around 2014, 2015? Does that coincide with the E. coli outbreak that happened? I, I think that's even older yeah it's probably a lot jeff had a, a lot of these are from like oh nine and ten yeah i've been writing for the show for a while uh, except wow. one of them you could tell josh is on one later but this one obviously has bob on it so it's definitely older than five years it's, wow. a, sure. it's can't be before 2010 because oh i was in it. oh yeah yeah so it's between 10 and 15 because it has alzi and bob this yeah. is fun we're gonna figure this out yeah <laughs> do you remember doing that Alzman? i do okay i was very excited yeah. except i had a lot of trouble saying montezuma did you Does go to that? the shack to do it no it was here okay dean dean put it together me? here yeah. okay yeah it's and for those of you unfamiliar uh a lot of times you just as a writer you submit stuff and then it's out of your hands oh and sure you don't know what's going to happen to it and that's one of the rare cases where you hear it and you're like oh my gosh they took this turd and polished yes, it, yes. and they made it a million times better than I could have even imagined in my head. Oh, so for this one, you literally wrote it, sent it off, and you didn't hear it again until it was until done. Until they played it. Oh, that's yeah. cool slash nerve-wracking. No... It's kind of like getting a piece of meat at the butcher, and you, you you take it to the chef, Tom. Right. And then he cooks it, adds a little spice. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. marinates and it. And then presents it to all, and go, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 It, Ooh, marinates good. Yeah. It definitely was better than I ever imagined it was going to turn out. I and, was super happy. And I got distracted because I loved the singing so much, but uh, my dad, Tom, just switching from his announcer voice to his I gotta poop voice. <laughs> wow, that displays range, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. It, was, it sounded real. I, I gotta listen to it again. We, I know this is one of my things. I replay portions, but his... Uh, just, it is so Tom. Alright, here we go. Ah, that is good stuff. Holy sh! <laughs> really, really good. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why this isn't in the rotation at least once a month. This, the I, I will stand by this bit all day long. They should, they, it should get more points. You should than be proud. Is. Yeah, it was Man, good. I love the reference squirt. Oh, it's I love drink. squirt. We still have squirt in love our fridge. Love it. Love squirt. Big this fan. One. Like when you're really thirsty, you work hard in the summer out in the garden and oh, uh, tear up some squirt after yeah. that. What oh. I like to do is sip down about a quarter of it and fill the rest of the can with vodka. Yeah. Oh. It's a hell of a drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> squirt and vodka. Uh, oh, so, yeah. You've so, never had it? Oh, it's, it's yeah, the gentleman's martini. Squirt and vodka? Of course I've had one. It's called a Martinsville martini. A Martinsville martini. <laughs> uh, there was a voice in there. Everyone kept wondering who it was. I thought Geisen? it was Geisen. No, it was not Geisen. Uh, it was Ricky Rydell. Oh, oh. wow. Great. Uh, sang on a lot of Bob and Tom. Sang on a lot of Bob and Tom. Here's a little insight. He was um, Jerry and, because he played both parts. 
In the Love Brothers? Andy? Uh, no, oh. Dean Andrew. Yes, he did both parts. Wow. Really? That's Ricky. And he was just doing a, he was the one that went to the high school there. Yeah, he's an incredible singer. Yeah. And also Don's one of the greatest mullets in the modern era, mm-hmm. I would say. Yes. Does that, he still have that? that? That man has the best hair on the face of the earth. And I don't know what cruel God would make a guy with hair that great friends with my dad. I mean, <laughs> that is a pairing that you can't put together. Well, let us that was a bit. This next one, I believe, is a piece. So let's listen to this early on-air moment with Jeff Oske. We have uh, comedian Jeff Oske in the studio. Christy Lee is... What chick? Chick has his hand up, yes. I have a question for Jeff Oske. Fantastic. All right, go well, ahead. Here we go. The length of the hair this, on uh, your that was my head this is, this is, is the exact same length everywhere. Your beard and the top of your head, it's all... I, see, I was going to open with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks. It doesn't Jeff, look weird, but it looks weird. Jeff, you're a young guy. You have a full head of hair. I do. You could grow a Mo Howard haircut, <laughs> and just to piss me off, you... Shaved it all shaved off. It all shaved, off. It's just, like a then, summer cut, Tom. It's, it's like, like a, a 5 o'clock shadow yeah. all over your head. What's the point? Why are you doing that? Yeah, what's your point? About a week ago, I had hair down to my shoulders, a full beard. I watched my two nieces during the week when I'm not on the road, uh, laid down, took a nap with them. That night, got a text, hey, the girls have lice. Oh. Went straight downstairs, shaved everything down, wow. and okay. I've been growing it straight back. So, all right, well, fantastic. But Thanks you know what? You have up. to admit, this time of year, it's good nice. time for him to have lice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, but it's pretty. Well, nice. Thanks for uh, coming to the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, nice and cool. Yeah, you. Uh, I was not infected. That's not head infected. lice, not the pubic lice. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. You ever because had? If you get pubic lice, <laughs> it's gonna sting, Bob. If you're eating potato chips, I don't have to tell you that. Jeff, did you shave it? or did you just buzz it? No, I completely shaved it all the way back, and uh, it's been growing back. Wow. And, and you're not you're not married, right? Uh, I was married till about uh, three months ago when I uh, caught my wife cheating on me. Oh, oh where'd no. it go? Where'd it go? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, Dean, could somebody wow. warn me about this stuff? I have no idea. I, the oh first question gosh. I ask, Now, when you say, hang on, you say <laughs> caught. Yeah, I caught her cheating on me, so she... Uh, like you saw a phone we don't record, need any, we don't you need saw a credit card. What are you doing? Shut up. You walked in on him. Is that what I'm excuse hearing? Excuse me. Excuse huh? me. Uh, I'm sorry. Mr. Liability's oh, on the phone. <laughs> Calling from slander, slander, and libel. Will you let the man finish his story? <laughs> Is that the name of my law? It should be. Yeah, it should <laughs> slander, be. Slander, slander, libel, and a lawsuit. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I caught my wife cheating on me, so of course I got thrown out of the house. Of course. Because that's how it's supposed to work. So now I'm 36 years old, living in my friend's attic. Wow. Uh, it's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> Probably be uh, more embarrassing once he discovers me living there. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're like the friend yeah, in the okay. attic. I got exactly. you. What's that noise? Yeah. Uh-huh. Jeff Oske is our guest. Jeff, you, uh, let's see. And that is a gorgeous shirt. You got, the, <laughs> you got the head lice. The guy got thrown out of that his is, house. That is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is exactly what I need to check. Can we get a shirt? Can we get a picture of his shirt? For Am a, I right? That is a beautiful shirt. It's a velour golf shirt. It's like a f- well, I thought this it looks must like be felt. It's the kind of shirt you go if you go to Goodwill, you go, "Wow, I I can see why they threw that out." I actually purchased this at Goodwill. I bet you did, <laughs> Jeff. No. I want to apologize for the morons here in the room. Are no, you by, kidding me, no, Jeff? By by purchase, by purchase, you, you mean blind? you mean shoplifted? Yes. <laughs> Wow. You know, you could have said you found it in a box. In the <laughs> <laughs> but no. It looks like a little boy shirt. <laughs> Will you leave but the man it, alone? It's a giant. This is, oh. this is a self-esteem booster a show. A three-year-old would wear it. got thrown out.
I feel bad. Three months ago. I feel bad. Here's what we're going to do. I think we should give him a new car. Who <laughs> <laughs> hasn't been thrown out of a house? Okay, come wow. on. Wow. I haven't. Gee. Do, do you need any furniture or anything? I can use everything. Uh-huh. I have, I have a mattress mean? on the floor. Mm-hmm. You mean in the attic? Yes, mm-hmm. in the attic. How did you get it up there? Uh, it's you have to fold just a it. twin. Oh, it's diagonal. A, oh, it's mm-hmm. a twin, so it's a single. It sounds like yeah. a nice mattress if you can fold it. <laughs> I love the way they ch- see they- <laughs> yeah, it's Okay, it's be- a futon. Well, yeah, yeah. Forget the box. Yeah. Right. Like an air mattress. So wait a second. So it's a, so, so By it's, fold, I mean let the air out of it. That's what I meant. So it's a futon without the futon part? Exactly. Without the food. Just, yeah. The frame wouldn't fit up the stairs. Not a futon. It's a ton. Uh-huh. Wow, I hope you smoke a lot of pot because... Uh, <laughs> Gonna be awful hard to. Okay. Right. You have children? I do. I have uh-huh. a lovely uh, three-year-old son, Elijah, uh-huh. and uh, you know, love of my life. I haven't felt this good since I uh, came in fourth place in the uh, Pinewood Derby back uh, <laughs> in sixth grade. Uh, well, Stop giving not ribbons after third. third no, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. I think uh, isn't the cutoff third? third. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Well, hey, wow. Yeah. I think we, we, we need to we need to pitch in and buy Jeff a hot meal so and a now, hooker. Oh uh, you get to see him every Wednesday and every other weekend. That's nice. Uh, no, I actually I have him pretty much full time. Oh, good oh. for you. And, uh, mm-hmm. He was. Uh, well, I have, he was a, I have a three-year-old. We he loves climbing the ladder. He loves living in the attic. We, we can get the kids together. So, how old? How old your son? My, uh, he's three. three. Oh, Elijah. you can wear matching shirts. Yeah, beautiful kid. Thanks, no, no, no. He'd, he'd turn that down. <laughs> Sorry, Daddy. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Sorry, Daddy. No. Oh, that is one God. ugly shirt. Uh, not so. that ugly. Now let me ask you this. Uh, it's not a pretty ugly. ugly shirt. I'm yourself. wearing my. I've been told this is my color. It is ex- really. <laughs> and he, you and he actually, no, yeah. he actually believed uh, by, by your hairdresser. <laughs> <that> <laughs> right. We we got together one morning. <laughs> At least I think that's what he said. I could. Yeah. He had something you know in his we, mouth. We were yeah. pulled aside. We were pulled aside by someone behind the scenes. Said, "Everybody, walk in and tell Chick what a great color that is." <laughs> his name's Chick. Not his Chip. Chick. Seriously. <laughs> What's your name? Again? Chick. Oh, sorry. You know what? You know what? That is a beautiful color. Well, listen, uh, this is going well. Yeah. Uh, so. Oh yeah, this is uh, one of the best interviews ever. Now, are you? So, are you officially divorced? Divorced? Is it? Uh, we actually filed Monday. So <laughs> I am uh, so like feeling great. <laughs> could, could someone like do a maybe do a maybe do a free interview? So, we, so Jeff, uh, did you get the new car or just a hot meal and a hooker? Did I, they uh, deliver with that? <laughs> Uh, the best part about that is uh, when the show was over that day, your dad like caught me out in the hallway and goes, but seriously, what furniture do you need? And I was <laughs> like, uh, he goes, follow me. And I'm not making this up. So we went to what is now Willie's house. Okay. And uh, I don't know who was living there at the time, but he just took me in and just started clearing out. Hey, you need some jeans? He hands me like 20 pairs of jeans. He yes. Hands oh, me wow. like 20. I was the original Pat Godwin. Like they, <laughs> they, <laughs> Actually, I would say that Pat Godwin was the original Pat Godwin. He left for a while, and then you came in the middle. Right, yeah. It was a Pat Godwin Oreo is what it was. <laughs> you Something get to like see that. warm. Yes. But, uh, no, your dad was uh, super nice to me afterwards. And serious. He gave me, like, some of your socks. Hey, uh, here's some balls for your kid. He just starts going through his garage and throwing balls in my car, like, just looting from his own children. He gives it all to me. Well, let's do a little math here. If Elijah was three when that happened, how old is he now? Do you know how old your son is? Uh, yeah, he'll be 14 March 30th, you friend of mine. Did you hear my dad come out when I did that to you? I'm so sorry for saying that. <laughs> 
Do you know how old your son is? Just trying to be yeah. a jerk, throw you under the bus. So that's it's a decade ago that happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is such a funny piece. Yeah. It was. Uh, and and my my sister in law uh, or ex sister in law now still angry about that. Why? Because I outed them on national radio that our kids had lice. Oh, you could have said the audience probably thought you were making it up because you're a comedian. That's what oh, you do. Livid, live Like I got, I got in my car and had like multiple texts, missed calls from my brother and family members, and they were. Li- she was livid that I would tell people. Was their that. last name Oske also? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, they could probably piece it together. I was like, otherwise, yeah. how would they know it's that Jeff Oske? What kind of magician could connect those? Oh, same last name. Yeah. Well, if it's not, you can kind of get away with it, you know. But yeah, and then like uh, six months later, Tom calls me. He goes, hey, you know that time you were in the studio? And I go, yeah. He goes, well, do you care if we use that on the album? And I was like, God, no. That's awesome. I made the album. And I only say like seven words. That's the best part. I just have to sit there and laugh. It's great, man. But yeah. I know. First time in the studio on air? Second, I think. Okay. But I I know for a fact what shirt they were talking about. I was going to ask where the shirt is. Yeah. I don't know, but I wish I had it because that thing was great. It yeah. was terry cloth. It was two-tone, dark brown, light brown with snaps. It was like a tennis shirt. I loved it. Now, wait, and then the haircut, it was the buzz cut all around with the equal length hair and beard. Yeah. That was kind of a fashionable thing. Chris Martin from Coldplay did that for a while. Well, I have... started it. You started it. Okay. I started it with the lice, and then he heard about me on air and went and looked me up and was like, I like that look. I'm like going to go with it. <laughs> but I had completely shaved my head and my face, and then it had like a week's worth of growth back. So it did. It was the exact same length, head, face, neck, everywhere. And Chick, the second I, I sat down, Chick looked at me, and I knew, like, just the look, it was like, he was just like rubbing his hand. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. He, he brought it up a couple times. You could tell. Oh yeah, yeah. he was he, he lit up when I walked in the room. It was like I'm. He, somebody just set the ball on the tee for him. Like, <laughs> I imagine Christy was like, "Hey guys, by the way, we met after stretch. We're gonna have a light news day today." And then you walked in, and Chick goes, "Not gonna be a problem. <laughs> yeah, we got this." Well, well, Tom has a fascination with Jeff's hair anyway because you've had you've had uh, a little makeover oh, done yeah, before, I had the right? Makeover that was that was a great day as well. Yeah, I remember that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. And you, what do you get a haircut like every nine months or ten yeah. months or something like that? <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. yeah my dad is jealous of pretty much anyone with hair it's not that he's jealous it's not that he's mad that he doesn't have it but he thinks if you have it you've got to grow it out don't put it under a hat you know yeah. that's sacrilege to him you can't do it yeah he doesn't like when you grow it out too much though yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> too much too much too much and also don't cut it too frequently right. if you cut it every week how do i know i want to say good haircut uh well this next bit not a piece we're moving into uh, a mr obvious sighting everyone, and welcome to a new installment of the Mr. Obvious Show. I am your host, Mr. Obvious. Let's go right to the phone. Mr. Obvious speaking. Hello, caller. Hello, is this Mr. Obvious? Yes. Uh, hey, Mr. Obvious, a first-time listener, long-time caller. Um, I think you have that backwards, caller. Yeah. Oh, you'd be surprised. All right, so uh, what, what's your question, caller? Uh, well, I'm, I'm having a reptile problem in my house. Oh, well, that's never a good caller. You know... Mm-hmm. 
I've dealt with many an animal issue on my show in the past. Oh, don't I know it, Mr. O. Mm -hmm. I've learned some really important stuff from your show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not like some other radio shows I could mention. Mm -hmm. I heard this one weirdo on the radio talking about peeing on his hostas, just trying (laughs) to keep deer away. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Oh, my goodness. That does sound a little strange, if not Mm. psychotic. Um, Well, tell me your uh, animal troubles, and I'll see if I can help. Well, uh, Mr. Obvious, I I think I got a snake trapped in my house. I want to get him out of there, of course, but well, I'm scared it might be poisonous. Mm -hmm. So I I don't want to just grab it all willy-nilly and get myself bit, you know. Well, caller, that sounds like a wise idea. Do you know what kind of snake it is? Can you identify any of the markings or colorings on this snake? Uh, well, you know, Mr. Obvious, I, I haven't actually seen the snake, you oh. know. Hmm. So what makes you think you have a snake at all, caller? <laughs> uh, well, I, I can hear him. I can hear him uh, in there hissing, you know, like a, like a snake does. Hmm. Well, what does the the hissing sound like? Are they are they little short hisses? Uh, no, no. I I, I describe it as like one long hiss. Oh. Uh, it's been going on since last night. It's like. Did you have any trouble getting any sleep last night with that constant hissing? Oh, gosh, no, no. Uh, actually, I, I felt right right to sleep last night. Slept like a log. Wow. Matter of fact, if anything, I had a little trouble waking up this morning. I'm still feeling pretty sleepy. I got a little headache, too. All right. Well, until we identify the snake, I really can't tell you what to do. Is is there any way you can get uh, get back there close to the snake and try to see and identify what kind of snake it is? Mm, I, I don't know how I could get a good look at him. Maybe try to find a magnifying glass? No, I was thinking more like a flashlight. Oh, flashlight would be good. I, I don't have one of those. Uh, I thought I had one once, but uh, it was uh, something of my wife. But do you know what I could do? I could light a candle. Oh, boy. I could I would get a candle. I think I got one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Candle back over here somewhere. Oh. I can hear him back there right now, hissing away. Back there? Back, back where, Carl? Oh, he's snuggled up back there uh, behind the stove. Uh-oh. I guess that's where he snuggles up for warmth or something, probably. That's where he's been the whole time. Is he still right hissing? Right back there behind the stove, hissing away. Ooh. Yeah, oh, here's my lighter, Mr. Obvious. Oh, no, hold on a second, caller. Here we go. I... Caller, don't. Hello? Hello? Hello, caller. You all right? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, it sounds as though that snake problem is all cleared up. Yeah. <laughs> Another satisfied listener taken care of here. And, uh, well, that, that's all the time we have today. So join us next time for the Mr. Obvious Show. So I really, really love that bit. Uh, you wrote that, right, Jeff? I did. I wrote that in Kansas City on a Wednesday afternoon <laughs> in the middle of summer. Were you on the road or something? Or? I was on the road that week, and it was 116 where I was staying. And they, the club closed down the following week. That's the kind of gigs I get. And so they just, <laughs> the club owner's uh, aunt had died. Oh. Recently, like the week before. So he goes, I didn't get a hotel. You're just staying at her house. Jeez. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I'm not making this up. You mean that's the treatment that you get on everything must go weekend? Well, I the, the best part was uh, I was just the middle. Mark Sweeney was stuck in the same uh, house oh with me. Gosh. No air conditioning. It was so hot. I slept in the tub every night with water in the bottom because I couldn't fall. And yeah, I wrote this. Uh, I wrote the. I was sitting out on the back deck that day and wrote this, Mister Obvious, and sent it in. And it's uh, fantastic. I'd never heard back on it. Like I thought Tom hated it, and then I was listening one morning, and they played it. I was like, Oh my gosh, they made it! I didn't even know they were going to. So it was like a big surprise, and uh, it was worth the crap week out in <laughs> Kansas City. Well, yeah. part of me when I hear that, it sounds like it was written by a fan because it's got all these little sneaky love letters to the show. It does first time caller, long time listener, first time listener, long time caller. Right, I, think you I got reversed it. Backwards. it. I flipped it. Does it. it does? There's this weird guy peeing on his hostas. That's a little love letter to the show. There's all these mm-hmm. little references. It's I, I don't I, for me. It's it's got this weird. Sort of like I don't know, like second gen Bob and Tom thing, where it's it's someone acknowledging all the bits they loved when they were a kid. That's exactly what it is. I mean, I I've grown up since day one listening to Bob and Tom on my way to school with my dad. You know, driving me to school. That's how long I've been listening. That's how long I've been a fan. So yeah, a lot of my stuff is probably too inside because I am a fan and not just a writer. Like I was a fan way before I ever got to work. But it was totally presented perfectly. Like Thanks. the whole hosta thing, because that was mm-hmm. a thing at that time. Tom was bragging about it and, basically and on that, the air. And like sometimes when you write a bit, it gets changed a lot because a lot of different uh-huh. people have their hands on it. That's pretty much word for word mm-hmm. the way I wrote oh, it. Wow, like that's they amazing. changed, they changed very little. And uh, I was super ecstatic. I love that you killed the caller. <laughs> you killed the caller. <laughs> it's like South Park. You damn it, you killed Kenny. I loved it. I, he'll, be, he'll be back next week. I was yeah. gonna say, I wonder how many listeners were like, is this their way of ending uh, Mr. O? It's never gonna happen again. <laughs> well, it'd be kind of funny because obviously the caller like never references who he is, but if you know the week later they did one, they're like, Yep, sorry I had to get a new house, had a little explosion there. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. But man, that was, and it also, another sort of love letter to, to, to Bob and Tom, or even more specifically to Mr. O, the s- is almost a direct reference to That's exactly, you know, it was basically stealing a better bit and rewriting it for, you know. No, that was great. For my own kind of, my own thing. But I, and Mr. Obvious, as I'm sure most, my favorite thing of all time on Bob and Tom. So I've I've probably written multiple Mr. Obviouses and uh and that was the one that worked and I couldn't be like it's that's kind of my feather in the cap yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah, I've written a Mr. Obvious. <laughs> it's cool. It's and can I tell you about things that you write that never go anywhere? I have also written a Mr. Obvious <laughs> that no one will ever listen to. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was funny to listen to that and you're going, Okay, it's going so is it maybe it's the TV being staticky? I'm thinking, what is wrong in this guy's house? I I enjoyed it, man. That's great. Nice. Thank you. I love it. Are you also a believer that uh, the Captain Obvious on TV is a blatant ripoff of Mr. Obvious? Oh, so obviously. Uh, <laughs> it takes me yeah. off when I see it. I'm like, boo. Oh, you're a captain? Yeah. No, it's infuriating. It's I like you said, so obviously. Ironically enough, the Mr. Obvious I wrote, it was about a new Mr. Obvious played by Christy called Obviously, and it never went anywhere. Mm. So Resubmit it again. I Maybe just lied. That was, that was oh. a joke. Oh. I, was, I was like, that's not bad. Like, hey. <laughs> you just lit up and I felt like a jackass. What, what are the fans are going to write? What does it say about me that I'm like, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Judging Jason. Sorry, sorry Willie. I, 
Yeah, of course we're not going to hear about it. Oh, no, pal, a lot of the stuff that I write that doesn't go to air doesn't go to air for a reason. We can say that. Well, let's do We have a few more bits. And this next bit, it's a video game with a very special guest. Video game rockers have been enjoying the game Rock Band for years. It's been so popular, they even introduced special versions featuring the Beatles, Van Halen, Aerosmith, and more. That's fine for rock fans, but what about us jam band fans? Yeah, tell them more, Jimmy. <laughs> we got a miracle, brothers and sisters. It's the latest interactive rock fantasy game. It's Jam Band. <laughs> That's right. Jam Band comes loaded with eight of your favorite Jam Band hits. That's over 2,000 hours of your favorite Jam Band music. All of your favorites are included. You'll get to play all 47 minutes of Dark Star by the Grateful Dead from the great show at the Fillmore in 71. Oh, dude, Almond Brothers fans are going to love Mountain Jam, clocking in at just over 33 minutes. There's also that one fish song that goes like, Oh, that's a killer jam, dude. What's that called? Uh, I don't think it's got a title, dude. Invite over all of your friends. With Jam Band, everyone can play. You are no longer limited to the amount of people in your band. You can invite over all your friends to play together. Because it comes with 32 instruments to choose from. You get djembe drum, fiddle, didgeridoo, slide guitar, steel guitar, xylophone, mouth harp, trumpet. There's even a jug for granny. Whoa. Jam band is so easy to use. Since all of the music is improvised, you'll never play a wrong chord. As Bruce Hornsby says... Some of these notes might sound wrong, but I assure you, they're correct. <laughs> awesome. Oh, and dudes and dudettes, you will love the crowd interaction with Jam Band. Oh. Oh, if you can keep even half of the audience from leaving during the Space Jam segment, you get bonus points. <laughs> if you get the crowd spinning in circles, boom, you get Miracle to the next level. <laughs> awesome. Pretty cool game, eh, Billy? Dad, this game sucks. I've been playing the same song for the last half an hour. Is it almost over? Hang in there, little dude. You only have 20 more minutes to go. <laughs> then we'll go outside and sell cheese sandwiches in the driveway during intermission. And come back and jam some more. Yeah, neat. I heard we might be doing Sugar Magnolia tonight. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Sweet. Along with the 32 instruments included with Jam Band, we're also going to throw in a couple of handmade tie-dyed t-shirts and a hundred-count box of Nagchampra incense. <laughs> Plus a 32-ounce bottle of patchouli oil, oh. making it feel like you're right there at the live show. Warning, prolonged playing of the game Jam Band may result in loss of motivation, weight gain, loss of job, vegetarianism, the wearing of sandals, dreadlocks, making your own clothing, not bathing, and living in your parents' basement. And if you order now, Jimmy and I will throw in our special blotter sheet of instructions. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Reading them might not help your game any, but if you tear off a little corner of the paper and eat it about an hour before you play, <laughs> graphics are going to look awesome. <laughs> Warning. We don't know anything about this blotter sheet they're talking about and take no responsibility for anything that happens if you 
<clears throat> if you eat it. Oh, another morning. There is a big paisley unicorn eating my face off right now. <laughs> this is incredible. I love you people. <laughs> Get jam band today. <laughs> this is awesome. Gee, Dad, it's getting kind of late. It's a school night, you know. Maybe I'll just go brush my teeth and go to bed. Oh, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Dude, I never heard that. I loved that. I think it only got played once. It's a bit long. <laughs> like, we aren't even on the radio and it seemed long. <laughs> like, just listening to it for It a did make it on the Dead Air album of yes. about 11 years ago yeah. or more. So. Well, it's... It's it's also it's what we've definitely talked about bits like where it's very specific. You know, this is one that you're going to play after if there's you know a story about the Grateful Dead summer tour dates right. mm-hmm. or Dead and Company or Fish or whoever. You hey look at this little piece we can play for you this yeah. little bit. Rather. Well, and about a week after it came out, everyone stopped playing uh, Rock Band or oh, Guitar yeah. Hero. Oh, like really? it was it was like right at the end of that big craze of everyone playing Guitar Hero and. Um, and whatever the band one was, I forget the name of the guitar hero and rock band. You yeah, had it. Yeah. was that you, the little boy, or was that that's Sam? Nicky Rorman, I believe. That was Nick. Yeah. Oh, my intern. Yeah, the man, <laughs> Nicky, the man. He gets paid now. I can't wait to uh, to tell him. That's he, awesome. I found a picture of me, him, and my little brother hanging out, and I'm pretty sure that was the day he taught me how to do the dance from High School Musical. That we're all shut <laughs> up. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember nice. that. Are you going to teach me? I can teach you. That Excellent. was uh, his dad, Mark Roman, was giving bass lessons to me and my older mm-hmm. brother. And then when Sam was getting it, I'd chill with Nikki when I was, and Sam would chill. And so that's what I did that day. I got to learn a little bass and then all of oh, this cool. together. But yeah, it's Nikki Roman. There's Mark. There's Dino. A little Steve Salgi at the end there. Yeah. I always, my favorite thing on, even if I'm not writing it, is always the side effects. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. just going absurd yeah. with mm-hmm. what the yeah, side yeah. effects are going to be like on any commercial. Well, no, I was uh, Bob Kavoyan on Twitter the other day said, if one of the side effects is death, I'm not going to take that. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally and I, I would like to say death is a side effect I don't go for. Also, um, anal fissures is one that I don't go yeah. for. Yeah. When I hear fissures, I'm out. <laughs> or leakage. leakage. Any, yeah. any kind of leakage, That's... I'm out. I don't care where it's from. Even if it's ear leakage, I'm out. I don't want... You did one of my favorite things that you can do in a bit. And actually, right now, me and you are working on a piece that I sent you, and I do this. It's one of my favorite things. It's the announcer joke. It is when the announcer is reading something, and it's very straight, and it's very legal, and then, oh my gosh, what is going? <laughs> I love that. I love that little deviation from oh, the yeah. form. It makes me so happy. And a little behind the scenes there, that was Greg Hahn as the dad. That was Greg Hahn. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm guessing, if you go back a couple episodes when we did the Jeff Saturday 10. Yes. That I'm guessing Dean recorded that exact those guys at the same time because little Nick's in that right yes he is right? so they just kind of because it was a video type game too obviously because it was a football game as a lineman and so they pulled those the Dean had those two scripts going at the same time apparently and just kind of well, well we'll add a little little Han and a little Nicky to the jam band here in the Han line I couldn't figure out yeah. uh, who was saying it, but I yeah, loved it he goes Han. they're probably gonna play Sugar Magnolias tonight <laughs> and I got a kick out of that because. <laughs> A lot of my pals, comics, and a lot of my friends in Boulder specifically, too, were big, you know, Deadhead, Dead & Co., Fish, uh, you name it. And that was always a big highlight is, oh, no, I heard they're going to play Trucking on the Saturday early set. <laughs> right. Or whatever it is. I'm not sure. I can't name them. Uh, oh, no. Uh, and like I said, I actually looked up each 
all of my friends are were hippies and and I I've been to some shows and stuff, but I've never toured like my friends did. But I actually looked up each reference in that thing because I knew how deadheads are and they'd be like they never played red rock in 78 dude that was 79 oh, yeah. you had it all wrong hippies so. were the original windbags oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they know their damn dates oh, but the great thing about this whole bit is even if you're not a jam bander like me and i enjoy the people watching going to those shows and just watching everyone else tripping out I like all the stereotypes you uh, you threw in, so I knew. Oh, it painted a I picture. Followed. Yeah, I followed. I agree. Sweet. I agree. I dug it. And by the way, just you said you're not a big jam. I'm not a big jam band guy either. But I'm telling you, when concerts are back, I am going to every single damn concert there is. I hear you. <laughs> I, I just I hate go, like even uh, Dave Matthews. That's fine. I'm not really a Daver, but I enjoy going to live music shows. Sure. But how many times have I turned around and asked Donnie? I'm like is he still playing the same song or did he switch to something else? And he's like, it's the same one. I'm like, well, I left for the bathroom like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. No, he's, I'm going to go and I'm going to get into it. He's bringing it back around. Yeah. Oh, here comes his jig. Oh, I like the Dave jig. I'm going to go. I'm going to learn all the names, all the instruments. I'm going to grow be a white dude with dreadlocks, the whole thing. <laughs> I love it. Why does Willie smell like patchouli now? <laughs> okay, well, let's get into our final bit. Uh, there is a new cereal out there. Let's check it out. I know it's hard to see the silver lining right now, Jim, but I promise you, it really is for the best. Yeah, thanks for letting me stay here until I find a new place. Dude, divorce is tough, but don't worry, I'll take care of you, buddy. Have you eaten today? Uh, I'm, I'm not really hungry. Here, let me make you something. <laughs> I still can't believe after 20 years my marriage is over. <laughs> Cereal? It's four in the afternoon. This is all I ate after Janet and I broke up. It got me through some really tough times. Just try a bite. Hmm. Whoa. Ugh. I was not expecting that taste. What are those? Those, Jim, are Alamonios. <laughs> From the makers of child support checks and living the single life cereal comes Alamonios. It's the cereal taking the newly single world by storm. <laughs> Alimony what? Alamonios. Ooh, what well, tastes horrible. That's the flavor of bitterness and defeat. <laughs> Trust me, you'll get used to the taste, but that won't make it any easier to swallow. <laughs> Alimonios comes in three fun shapes. Futon couch, half a house, and two-thirds of a paycheck. Um, these are all just squares. Ah, Jim, use your imagination. <laughs> uh, ugh, they taste awful. But for some reason, I can't stop eating them. <laughs> That's because Alimonios is the only cereal on the market guaranteed to leave you feeling drained and empty inside. <laughs> what? You'll be eating them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, trying to fill that void. It's the first cereal developed by depressed adults for depressed adults. Hey, I have my kids this weekend. Do you think they'll like them? No, no, they sure won't. And it's not their fault. Remember, Jim, none of this is their, their fault. fault. <laughs> what are you, family counselor now? Just stick to the script. Alimonios are packed full of fiber, which makes losing half your crap that much easier. <laughs> hey, are these very expensive? Yes, they are. Alimonios are so expensive, you'll probably find yourself in the poorhouse in the next month or two. Jeez, with half of all marriages ending in divorce, you guys must be making a fortune. Actually, Jim, we haven't made a cent. The only people making money on Alimonios are all those lawyers. <laughs> okay, I'm sold. 
Where can I get a box of these things? Alimonios are available <laughs> at all local convenience stores. So throw on some sweatpants and grab yourself a big box of Alimonios. <laughs> the cereal's so good, you'll want the entire bowl. But you'll be lucky to get even half. Now that your divorce is complete, what are you going to eat? You need a bowl of Alimonios. If your wife's split and your life's turned to shit. That's when you need some Alimonios. Alimonios, the saddest cereal you can put in the bowl. Dude, when I was writing that, it seemed so funny. And then when they made it and played it, like you could just tell everyone in the studio was depressed. It was too real. It was too real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it yeah. hit way too close to home. Like, well, no, because a lot of comedy can come through these sad parts of your life. I started comedy. It was right after one of my best friends passed away. And when I started all the early jokes that I wrote were about death and people were allowed going, what is wrong with you guys? This is hilarious. <laughs> Looking crazy up there. So good on you for writing this, man. Thanks, man. It's better to write the funny thing and you made this funny. It was better than I, my bad jokes. I, uh, originally, I, I will say, originally I had written it as divorcees. Uh, like divorce, comma, A's, like the letter A, mm. you know, kind of like alphabet type. Sure. Uh, like Cheerios. Yeah, like Cheerios. But, uh, and then it was uh, agreed upon that uh, no one knows what a divorcee is. So Alimonios. Uh, and I admit, Alimonios sounds more of a. Yeah, the Cheerio. The alliteration of it <laughs> yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, it's way better than divorcees. But, yeah. Alimonios. Alimonios. Such a happy jingle at the end, though. That's, that's, that's my favorite thing is when, like, happiness is thrown into misery. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we aren't going to act like this is the worst thing you're ever going to go through. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because uh, I wanted to play it again. Here we go. But you'll be lucky to get even half. <laughs> now that your divorce is complete, what are you going to eat? You need a bowl of alimonios. If your wife's split and your life's turned to shit. <laughs> That's when you need some alimony. So, so singing that, we have two tracks of Dean Metcalf. Yes, I believe. I love it. And that uh, it's it's almost sort of a callback uh, in Shirtless Girl and it's, several other bits. Uh, sometimes we get the singers. Sometimes we go to the studio. We do the well-produced things. <laughs> but sometimes we just have Dean do it. And honestly, it's it's sometimes funnier. It's yeah. his uh-huh. calling card, I think. It's yeah. that's his thing, man. In a, in another in another world, Dean is in just some oddball punk rock advertiser. <laughs> making, <laughs> who needs car insurance? I don't know. It's <laughs> a bad example. I love the implication that basically. You got divorced, and basically all you can eat is cereal. Oh you know, yeah, that, that, that's that's your life is gone. It's done. Just all you're eating is. cereal. I know you've never been divorced Correct. before, but this skit is so right on. <laughs> <laughs> like the, when I got divorced, I didn't. I had two things in my house. I had cereal and I had Tostino's pizzas in the freezer. If you open the refrigerator, there was nothing in there. Like mm-hmm. it was either Tostino's frozen pizzas or bowls of cereal for. A few months, and then you, you know, you put on some pants and go back out in the world. <laughs> it, it, was there a go-to cereal that now, when you look back, it kind of gives you a little PTSD? Uh, Captain Crunch. Okay. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and it, it's almost like I ate it to punish myself because I would eat like four or five bowls, and the roof of my mouth would mm-hmm. be so destroyed. Oh yeah, those are that, jagged pieces. <laughs> oh yeah, I deserve Ooh. this. <laughs> Don't let him get soggy. Yeah. I'm not putting him in All milk because I'm pouring whiskey on him. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Speaking no. of which, uh, I did learn this during divorce. If you don't have milk 
and you need to make macaroni and cheese, you can substitute beer for the milk. Oh, and wow. you have macaroni and beer cheese. Huh. And it works and it's delicious. Okay. You can also use water. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no fun. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is no fun. You're right. It's Does no water fun. really work? Yeah. Just oh. water. I think just some butter. liquid to kind of get the cheese powder up and going, right? I really? Mean, that's all it is. Oh. Right? Yeah, that's like if you're making pancakes, it'll say use water and you can use milk. You know, you can sub. I don't know. I don't know how to cook. I'm just. No, I, I do a half can of Bush beer. Half can? And, yeah. Nice. Right into it's the, like a beer cheese. No, it was macaroni and beer cheese. It was great. It's delightful. Yeah, but Jeff, I've never been divorced, but I know you're doing those jokes and I kind of get the bits of it because I've seen the effects of divorce. <laughs> oh. You I, haven't been divorced, but you have. Oh, buddy, I was watching <laughs> Sopranos and season five when they get divorced, I stopped watching for a little while and I go, oh, that's why. <laughs> hey, why is the mom staying in the big house? Dad's going to an apartment. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm pouring whiskey on my Cheerios. <laughs> it's not your fault, Willie. Oh, it's not your that that part it's is not so your funny. Fault. That part it's is so funny. It's not your fault. It's not. It's not. It's not your fault. You know that, right? <laughs> That's sad and hilarious. Did yeah. you hear Christy kind of? She she knew it was coming. Oh yeah. Yeah. She spoke on top of it. Yeah. I I said it in here just yeah, now. Yeah, the I mics know. were off, but I go, and it's not your <laughs> fault. <laughs> and then I love that the other guy in the bit calls about for saying that. Just stick to the script. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, which the other na- the other comic on that is Jeff Bodart is uh, the uh, and he's great in it. Yeah, he, he does such a great. He's job. He's never even been married, and he's still oh, he, nailed he, being he, he a depressed, divorced yeah. person. So that's in Bodart. If you're not sure, Bodart is from Turducken fame on this show. Yes, mm-hmm. is how you may know Bodart. He's a very very funny guy. Oh yeah, Love super great guy. And that that whole thing was produced by Chris Geisen, who was kind of the announcer guy. Yes, of all of that too. I was so. wondering that. I yep, thought that's that was Geisen. Chris. Mm-hmm. What year was this? Last year. Yeah, it was just within the last what? year or two. Yeah. No. Heard Josh chuckling on there. So we yeah. only played it once because it was super depressing. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but very funny. It made me happy, though. In this room, people thought it was depressing. I wonder yeah. why. And this is why we do the podcast, people, right yeah. here. This is why we do it. Well, again, uh, thank you so much. This has been the Bits and Pieces podcast. Uh, if you'd like, please subscribe. Give us a rating. We'd appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it's the Bits and Pieces podcast with our guest, Jeff Oske. Thanks, Thanks for, for having Jeff. me on, you guys. This was awesome. It's fun to hear, uh, you know, how you started everything and it, it makes air, your excitement. I thought this was going to be miserable. Why? Like, You're well, very because funny. No, no one likes listening to what they've done or their own voice or any of that. And I, and I thought, honestly, they were going to be way worse. I, I don't listen to It's not like I sit around and listen to old bits I wrote. Um, and it, they made me smile. No, like, I thought I, thought I was going to be super embarrassed and it was going to be horrible. So this was a lot of fun. Thanks for Next having me. Next time, bring in your joke book and we can just all pass them out and try to do the bits that never uh, got produced. Oh. How's that? That should, <laughs> That's we'll do a that whole eventually. episode. We'll do yes. bits that never made it eventually. Oh, uh, I, yeah, have me back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 